8.43 on your Friday morning. Kevin Martell in for Greg Morgan. Greg will be back next week. Hey, another 10 records for warmth were set across the province yesterday, according to Environment Canada. 14.3 in Moose Jaw. 15.8 degrees in Maple Creek in the southwest part of the province, where, hey, let's face it, it has been spring there all week long. We are joined this morning by Environment Canada senior climatologist David Phillips. Good morning to you, David. And what's with all these records for warmth? Oh, Kevin, it's quite unbelievable. <laughs> what a what a weather whiplash from some record cold that we saw just uh, you know two two and a half weeks ago to 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 record warm. And it's not just been cold and warm. It's been record cold and record warm. I mean, really uh, incredible flip-flop. And um, uh, we saw earlier in the month uh, temperatures, we got minus 50 wind chills for 36 hours. But boy, we've seen some record warm temperatures. Even in Regina, uh, we've seen a couple of records already this week. And this weekend, my gosh, Kevin, I looked after, looked over the 140 years of records in, in uh, Regina, and I've never seen um, February the 3rd, February the 4th, a warmer than what we're forecasting it to be. Now, we'll have to see whether that forecast pans out, but it doesn't even seem to be close. I mean, the, we're calling for uh, temperatures that could be you know, one and a half to two degrees warmer than the previous record. So this is quite, quite incredible. And these temperatures would be more kind of what you'd expect in the second week of April, not the the beginning of February. So quite, quite dramatic. And it just shows you, Kevin, the swing around from what polar vortex brought us in uh, in sort of middle mid January. And um, and to now where it's more you know tropical El Nino uh, and and really that is the the flavor of the uh, of the winter it's either been one or the other and and most often it's the El Nino that's dominated and that's why we're seeing uh, even January came out to be in Regina about a half a degree to a degree warmer than you would normally be in spite of those you know those eight days where temperatures were were brutally cold. Environment Canada's David Phillips joining me this morning. Dave, will this warming trend continue through the rest of the winter? That's the big question. Well, Kevin, I think it's wise to think that winter is not over. Now, it doesn't mean, typically from this point on, I mean, most of your cold days for the winter occur up to the, up to February the 1st. But you still uh, get about 40% of your annual snowfall occurs after the 1st of February. We need some of that, Kevin. We, I think farmers and ranchers, gardeners would, would love some more precipitation. So that would be kind of a good news uh, situation. But often, Kevin, when the, when the, when the cold weather comes back, it doesn't, it's not as intensely cold and it doesn't last as long. It doesn't have like two weeks of it. You might have a week of it or five days of it. And so my sense is clearly the back of winter is broken, but I, I think we, we would uh, be, be, you know, I think we'd be disappointed if we thought that this was it, that we've already had winter and it lasted 10 days. No, no. I think, and, and our models seem to suggest this week and next week look warmer than normal. My gosh, temperatures that are, you know, 15, 16, 17 degrees warmer than they should be for this time of the year. But then after that, Kevin, say the middle of February on, it turns a little colder, but 
not really cold. It turns more seasonable temperatures, which would be, you know, temperatures, say, during the day, about maybe minus 5, minus 6, and at night, maybe about minus double digits. So, so all you're going to go from this warmth, it'll feel like, a, like a, an Arctic front, uh, but it'll still be temperatures that would be seasonable for this time of the year. And, and Kevin, the days are getting longer by three and a half minutes a day. So, my gosh, there's, there's, uh, there's a lot of good news. I tell you, we're noticing it uh, certainly in the newsroom. Yeah. I noticed it uh, the other day. What about um, with this being like an El Nino winter, David? Freezing rain. Is that something that we have to watch for with some of these milder attempts? You know, that's a good point. I think you're right. I mean, we've seen some places, for example, in the in Yukon and Northwest Territories, freezing rain. They didn't even know what that was. Here in the east, we're we're familiar with that. It's that little pinging of your on your window pane of these little ice balls, and and that's it. When you have that kind of battle that takes place between the cold air that often is heavy and dense, like molasses, and sits on the ground, and then above it is the warm air. And sometimes that warm air has the the rain, and it falls through that cold air, and it turns to those those ice balls, either ice pellets or freezing rain. So that's always a risk. It's not a huge risk in, in Western Canada, but boy, with this kind of, uh, of uh, warm, cold air duking it out, it, it becomes a more, more of a possibility. Well, David, I will be sure to have my flip-flops and potentially even the shorts on this weekend here in Regina. Appreciate your time as always, my friend. Have a great weekend. Okay, Kevin, you too. Bye-bye now. Environment Canada Senior Climatologist David Phillips. Taylor Swift is up for six Grammy nominations. Could she get all six awards, including Album of the Year? And by the way, if she wins that, she'll be the only artist to win it four times. Four. She's currently in a tie of three wins with Frank Sinatra, Stevie Wonder, and Paul Simon. SZA leads the nominations with nine. The Grammys air on Sunday night. Hey, this weekend happening as well. One competitive eater, Joey Chestnut, is at the Saskatchewan Rush game. Joined now by Andrew Shepard in the CJME newsroom. You have met Mr. Joey Chestnut before, Andrew. I have. I was excited when he uh, was at the Queen City X for the mini donut competition and saw him down something ridiculous like 300 mini donuts in 10 (laughs) minutes. It was absolutely (laughs) absurd, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. Uh, And then afterwards, uh, you know, my wife and I were just going around uh, Going around the Queen City X and popped into the the, uh, the little eating area outside uh, where, where they serve the beer, like the adults only, whatever yeah. section, and uh, sit down and grab a beer. And I look over, and there's there's Joey having a beer. So that so what does Joey just, just one beer, not three hundred beers? <laughs> yeah, only only one. But I was surprised that really, like after you eat three hundred mini donuts, the first thing he did was he went and grabbed a beer. I like how do you have any more room? <laughs> Again, Joey Chestnut, uh, the Saskatchewan Rush game for air. You're headed up for Saskatoon this weekend. Groundhog Day today, Andrew, and we have uh, some updates on whether groundhogs are seeing their shadows this morning. Yeah, Nova Scotia's Shubenacity Sam was first up. She did not see her shadow calling for an early spring. She's a little, little, uh, Took a little while to get her out, a little too early for Sam, I think, this morning, but uh, did not see the shadow. The big one was in Pennsylvania, as usual, Punxsutawney Phil. Yeah. 
Punxsutawney Phil agrees, did not see his shadow, so calling for an early, early spring. And then uh, in Ontario, uh, Wyerton Willie is up next, coming in just a few minutes from now, around 7 o'clock. We agree that it's early spring, this yep. week especially. And you talk about Groundhog Day. Here we are once again, Andrew, talking about records broken for warmth in the province. Yeah, we're sounding like a broken record every morning <laughs> telling you that the records are broken. Ten warm weather records fell yesterday across the province. Uh, Saskatoon, Moose Jaw, Melford. Uh, it didn't get quite as warm as we thought it would be in Regina. We came close to the record. The record's six, 6.1 degrees. Uh, we were at 5.8 yesterday, so almost a record. And this weekend looks uh, incredibly warm as well. Keep that in mind if you're headed for the Frost Festival, but uh, just beware because... Some of the outdoor rinks across the city, we told you about Wiscana Rink yesterday being closed for the season. The yards, that skating loop they put up as part of Frost uh, just by Rebellion, that is now closed as well. Number of outdoor rinks temporarily shut down as you can start to see some of the asphalt uh, around the boards. But, you know, you talk about hockey, Andrew, NHL All-Star Game is on this weekend. Do you still watch the All-Star? I can't remember the last time I watched the actual game itself the skills competition i could watch that all day the hardest shot the fastest skater that's the part that really lights me up yeah i find i don't watch the games as much as as all the fun quirky uh you know like even in the baseball the home run derby that's that's really fun to watch the slam dunk competition uh, the nba yeah, yeah. Who, who doesn't like slam dunks right <laughs> the yeah. game itself yeah and i i mean if i'm home and i'm not doing anything i might throw it on but i'm not gonna sit there glued to the tv yeah. Really rooting for a certain team or anything. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's really nothing to play for. I mean, I guess the all-star skills, you, you kind of want to, it's almost bragging right, right? You can take it back with you. Yeah, I have the hardest shot in the NHL. I'm the fastest skater in the NHL. The game itself, though, it's like, oh, yay, we won. You, you know, there's nothing on the line. So <laughs> a lot more uh, coming up in CJME News and Sports with Andrew Shepard coming up in just a few minutes at 7 o'clock. CJME News time is now 6.57. Good morning and a happy Friday to you. The cap of certainly a strange week weather-wise. Yesterday was unseasonably warm again. It really does sound like a broken record. Like a broken record. Like a broken record. Actually, broken records. Uh, Another 10 records for warmth were set yesterday. Every day this week, we've set a number of new daily highs for heats for this time of year across the province. 15.8 degrees in Maple Creek. Or let's face it, it's in spring there all week. Moose Jaw, just down the road from us, hit 14.3. Regina, again, was close to a record, but not quite. How fitting that the day after, day after day, the same thing, records broken. The cherry on top today, of course, Groundhog Day. Yeah, that means we just got to get, well, you got to hear this movie. I mean, if you haven't seen it, Groundhog Day with Bill Murray, watch it i only watched it for the first time a couple of years ago and i missed the boat because what a fantastic movie morning off to see the groundhog yeah i think it'll be an early spring didn't we do this yesterday i don't know what you mean <gasps> don't mess with me pork chop <sighs> what day is this it's february 2nd groundhog day yeah the time of year where we watch the rodents especially closely uh, we already know this morning, Nova Scotia, Shubadakity, Sam, 
did not see her shadow. Bugsatani Phil also did not see his shadow. That means we are looking at an early spring, which, let's face it, we are already in, especially this week across the province. It's like we're still waiting for Wyerton Willie. Not sure if he's up yet. Supposed to be just after 7 o'clock when it comes to shadows. And you talk about the warm weather, frost festivals on this weekend if you want to take the kids there. Lots of events. But some of the ice we're finding out and new developments from yesterday even. Some of the outdoor rinks to skate on. We're learning the skating loop at the yards is closed. That was part of the frost festival right near Rebellion. And this, of course, follows the news from Wiscana Rink right in front of the legislature. That is now closed for the season. It just opened last week. But it's another impact of the warm weather. We heard from the city yesterday. A number of outdoor rinks are closed because of the warm temps. Nine of them for now, in fact, including Eastview, Glen Elm, Judge Bryant, University Park, the speed skating oval as well. Yeah, the city says they'll assess the closed outdoor rinks on Monday to determine if they're salvageable to be reopened for the remaining of the season. So they could be closed for the rest of the season, depending on what happens. Now, along the boards, the city says ice is melted and exposed crusher dust and asphalt. So that's why they're asking you to just, you know, stay off the rink. But Frost Festival isn't just skating. They have lots of other things. A lot of people have been talking very highly, as they have the last number of years. It seems like it's almost the centerpiece of the festival is the glow lights display that they have at Real District. Lots of people, and I've seen lots of video of it. It looks a lot of fun for the family. I mean, you're talking events. You take a look at the schedule. Events start as early as 10, 11 in the morning, and some of them go until midnight. All kinds of various dancing and and art. They have a number of circus-type events. So check that out, Frost Festival websites. Lots of activities to go uh, for the weekend. And Frost, by the way, wraps up on Sunday. CJME News Time is now 717. Chantilly lace had a pretty face, had a ponytail, hanging down, a wiggle in the wall. 721. Good morning. It was 65 years tomorrow was the day the music died. Of course, the big plane crash where we lost uh, Buddy Holly, the big bopper, joined now by Evan Bray. Uh, you remember that day? Uh, well, <laughs> I don't remember the day, but I'll tell you when I was when I worked in radio the first time yeah. uh, in this booth. By the way, at yeah. CJME, uh, we used to talk about that. Of course, being such a monumental yeah. day in in history, music history for sure. A uh, lot of great young talent lost there, and uh, yeah, sad. There's been there's been a few sad plane crashes that have taken everything everything from singers to golfers to to you name it. But that one will always stand out. Yeah, I think for a lot of people. Uh, okay, so the we're talking this morning a little bit about so the NHL All Star festivities, and you know, my question was, why do you still do the games? You know, did, did, do you watch the game part of it? I'm not talking about the skills competition, but the game itself. Uh, yeah, we're both hockey fans. Yeah. 
Uh, even though you're an Islander fan. <laughs> well, I was going to say, what I like to watch right now is Matt Barzell winning yes. the uh, the fastest uh, speed around the rink there. You know, I yeah. think that uh, that's always exciting for an Islander fan. Yeah, but the game, what do you think? Do well, they just get rid yeah, of the game I mean, they, go you all know, the You skills. know as well as I do the game, no one wants to get hurt. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, there shouldn't be any big hits. The, the only thing that I will say is it's kind of nice to show the camaraderie between, you know, watching players that don't normally play on the same team. Yeah. You know, like we see when the Olympics happen or yeah. World Juniors, it brings together players and often superstars from different teams, um, having some fun out there, joking with one another and stuff. So I I like to see that. You certainly don't watch the game for good hockey. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, it ends up in a 14-11 final and, you know, you're kind of like, Whoa. You just need a cardboard cut out of the goalie because they don't, <laughs> let's face it, they don't try. Well, I mean, I, I just think that they, they, you know, there's so much pressure on them not to get hurt Yeah, doing, doing this when you know their regular season waits for them when they get back there so yeah i you know i i'm I'm with you i don't set my my watch to make sure i don't miss the game if i catch pieces of it that's what i'm looking for i want to see who has the hardest shot that's always a fun one with me bugs and hugs coming up on the show today as always every friday you have a particularly big (laughs) bug and it has to do with something that city council just voted down. Yeah, I, I did this chicken thing is carried awake. Like, come on. <laughs> Chickens in backyards. Chickens in backyards in the city. I, I'm not for it. I, I'm sorry, I'm not. And I, I think I mentioned this yesterday uh, on my show where I bumped into Councillor Zakidniak and, uh, you know, she's all over me about my take on the chicken thing. But yeah. it, I'm a farm kid. I barely like dogs in houses, okay? <laughs> and I have one, by the way. But uh, at the end of the day, chickens in the backyard, I, I can list out all of the reasons, but at the end of the day, I, I just don't, I'm, it's stupid. Yeah. I don't think it's a good thing. Mayor Masters uh, had told me yesterday that at this point, it's just not a priority for the city. At least that's how she felt. Remember, it was a close vote. It was 5-5. And of course, when it's a tie, it's defeated. But Councillor Zakidniak said she might bring this up again after this fall civic election, I, I suppose, if she gets reelected. I bumped into Councillor uh, Jason Mancinelli last night at an event, and I said, hey, we got to talk chicken sometime. <laughs> he just laughed and shook his head and walked away. <laughs> Evan Bray in with me this morning. Hey, you're taking the plunge, the polar plunge yeah. this weekend. This will be the second time I've done it. In my first, I think it was my first year, or maybe my second as chief of police, Special Olympics reached out and said, hey, we do this polar plunge. We'd love you to do it. So uh, I jumped in it, and that day... It was, without exaggerating, minus 34 before the wind chill. It was the <laughs> coldest day. You're plunging and, uh, into ice at that point. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I might go for a walk after the plunge this weekend. Yeah. It's going to be beautiful. The temperature is going to be nice. But um, it, Special Olympics, pretty near and dear to my heart. They are connected pretty close with, with policing. And so through yeah. the years, I've had lots to do with them. Uh, so... Fire Chief Lane Jackson, Regina Fire and Protective yep. Services, is doing the Regina Plunge, as is uh, Trent Weatherspoon, I think, yep. NDP MLA is doing it. Last week, it was in Saskatoon, and my son was part of the Saskatoon Police. Nice. Uh, their TAC team did it. They all jumped in together. You know, they can't do anything by themselves. They have to do everything together. So, And they've got, like, GoPros on their hats. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. You know, it was like, it was a big deal. Yeah. But uh, anyway, all in all, good for Special Olympics, a great fundraiser for them and uh, it's happening at uh, Pat Piaco Plaza on Saturday I think it starts up at 10 I think I jump in around 11 by the sounds of it 
What uh, are we jumping into uh, with the show today? Well, we got lots on the show today. I've got Minister Jeremy Cockrell, who's the education yeah. minister. So we've, you know, we've been talking this teacher thing for a long time now. So he'll be joining me um, and see, like, are we close? And if we aren't, are we looking at arbitration? How, how long is this going on? Surely this isn't taking us through the spring. Like, you know, I just don't think it's good for the province to do that. So we'll be talking to him, talking with the uh, University of Ottawa professor Michael Kempa on the Emergencies Act. He's actually writing a book on this. It'll be coming out later this year. So uh, dig into that with him. And as you've mentioned, bugs and hugs, which is always a fun part of Friday. Have a great show and uh, an equally great plunge this weekend. (laughs) Thanks, Kev.